In America, we don't turn to government to restore our souls. We put our faith in Almighty God. You voted to make America great again. We are making America greater than ever before. It's happening before your eyes. We will rekindle new faith in our values, new pride in our history, and a new spirit of unity that can only be realized through love for our great country. The American people voted to reject this corrupt globalism. This is the most important election in the history of our country. And yet, despite all of our greatness as a nation, everything we have achieved is now in danger. We will never give up. We will never concede. It doesn't happen. And when I'm reelected, the best is yet to come. Arizona, I was heading out to Alpine, Texas, and uh, came across this group of four illegals that had been apprehended by Border Patrol and some other uh, tactical units. This is what these guys have to deal with every single night. This is an invasion into our country. Military-aged men, many of them with criminal records, many of them with bad intentions for this country. And every single night, these guys are on the front lines. Douglas, Arizona. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, that again, of course, was the one and only great Ben Berkwam. And I have to ask you this question. Do you think, do you think that, so, that all these people that are, that are being apprehended, that are actually being sent back, because there are, there are those, uh, you know, hundreds or thousands that are captured and sent back. Do you think that there would be that many of them if it weren't for Mr. Ben Berkwam. I have to tell you folks, it's not just reporting that Ben is doing. It's not just bringing truth to you that Ben is accomplishing 
in these very, very dangerous uh, pathways and journeys that he goes on to bring us the truth. He's also making it so that Border Patrol is aware of what is going on where. Because the Biden administration has them spread so incredibly thin that they don't even know where all of this is happening at. They don't even know. So Ben Berkwam actually brings more than just uh, truth to us. He brings information, locations, geographical locations where this is happening at. And it's truly, truly an incredible thing. I'd like to stop right now before we move on. And I'd like to thank Mama Nurse. Uh, Mom and nurse just uh, sent $1,000, said my husband had an extra good month in May. We want to get help uh, give to your show. We love you from Jacksonville, Florida. And she just donated $1,000 in U.S. Navy, Mom. Just noted, uh, donated $50, folks. You have no idea how incredibly massive uh, that helps us. Thank you, Vera. That's a massive help to Live from America when we get those big ones like that. And it really alleviates a lot of the folks that are really struggling. So thank you very much. You know what I love about this program and this TV, the network that we're creating, is that we all help each other when we need it. Sometimes we're up, sometimes we're down. But guess what? As Live from America family members, we always have somebody to lean on. And I know we, we've not helped everybody that has asked for help, but I can promise you, one day God will provide us with enough monetary gain to where we'll be able to pull out everybody from those poverty situations. I can guarantee that because that's how God works. I'd like to, uh, so thank you very much for those. I would like to continue though and go on with the next video from Ben Berkwam that he sent me from yesterday. And uh, this is a pretty scary conversation because in this conversation, you'll hear this gentleman say, we're already at our breaking point. Ben asks, where's our breaking point with this illegal invasion? He says, we're already there. This is why I ask you to please, please share the Rumble link out. If you're watching on your Rumble app, you can share it directly to your messenger. That's what we need to do. Get it to 100 people, each of you, real quick. Listen to what he says. We're already at our breaking point. Unbelievable. So this is our nation's borders. This is, this is what divides the criminals from people in America. And that's why it's, it's, it's insane to me when I hear people complain about building a wall somewhere or building a better infrastructure because this is no way to protect your country. Amen. This is just, it's, it's saddening, to be honest, when you see it. I'm, I'm beyond being angry. I've been angry for many years now. Now I'm at the point where I'm, I'm sad that we have people in America that will elect politicians and put them into positions where they can make decisions on how to protect our nation's borders, and they, they have no clue. They know nothing about what it takes. This is completely insane. Like, you can't tell me this is okay. And all we see is foot signs all the way from over there, all the way under here. Yeah, you can see the trail sign coming. You can see, like, after you see this little wash, you yeah. come up and you can see the trail, how it goes around that cactus and goes out that way. And it's just, and just right into America. Welcome to America. wild how much more of this can we take as a nation I, we're at our breaking point already I mean we're honestly we're already at our breaking point um, and, and and I guess a lot of it I pinpoint during the Obama administration 
the many, many miners that came across that no one kept track of. They don't know where they're at. Now you have, you know, so many gotaways, so many people that you've released in the United States. So years from now, you're not going to keep track. You're, you're not going to have any way to have kept, kept track of them. It's, I don't care if you're on the right side or the left side of the aisle. Everyone locks their doors at night. Everyone locks their vehicles when they go to a, to a shopping center or a supermarket. That should not be acceptable for our nation's borders. Unfortunately, ladies and gentlemen, I honestly do believe that at this point, at this point, unless we can remove Joe Biden and the Democrat uh, administration and this illegal, illegitimate regime, if we can't remove them within the next six months, um, I I, I don't know. We're going to have to do something. I don't know what else to say. I don't know what else to say. Militias are going to have to do something. Truck drivers are going to have to do something. That D.C. convoy that did absolutely nothing, although their efforts, they get an A-plus for their efforts, should have, been down, should have went down there. Militias should be down there. DAs, governors, National Guard uh, members should be down there. We the people should just take over. It is time for we the people to take over. Now, I know that's a lot easier for me and you to say from behind our compu- computer screens, but it's going to t- take a massive orchestrated effort with militias and National Guard members and ex-police officers and veterans across this country to get together and make a massive strategic effort to do this. That's really the only way it's going to happen. Now, I wish I could say, hey, everybody, let's go, and we would go. That's not going to be the way it is. So I'm giving you an explanation as to why, how I think it can, it can be rectified. I can't. I don't have the resources or the logistics to be able to uh, uh, orchestrate something like that. But there are people that do. There are groups. There are massive, massive groups with millions of dollars of resources that can put this kind of a uh, um, orchestrated plan together. And I'll be gladly part of it. Heck, I'll be down there with you. And I will do my part. Jeremy, there's nothing we can do. They would arrest us the minute we showed up. Not true, Shell. Not, not true at all. Not true at all. They would arrest you as soon as you showed up. Showed up if you went down there 100 people deep. But if you went down there 20,000 deep, there's nothing they could do. They couldn't even arrest the Bundys. Yes, they came at them afterwards in, in, in revenge and, and murdered some of the Bundy family members. But, but... They couldn't even arrest the, 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 the 20 or 30 that were there on horses. Trust me, power in numbers. We the people. And what we're doing, if we were to do that, by the way, is not illegal. It is not illegal whatsoever. As a matter of fact, the illegality that's going on, the illegal activity and the criminal activity is literally being perpetrated by our own elected officials. And we're paying for it with our taxpayer dollars. We're there to stop the illegal activity the same way that we were in D.C. on January 6th to stop the illegal transfer of power. When are the large groups with the large resources and the millions and millions of dollars in their pockets going to wake up and actually orchestrate and do something about this? I don't know. I don't know. Like I said, I don't have that kind of a, uh, that kind of a network. But there are people who do. Now, before we go any further, I would like to ask for prayers for Denise Cheryl. Denise Cheryl, uh, her friend's nephew is 16 years old and he has jaw cancer. And uh, so that we're praying that, um, that her friend's nephew, the 16-year-old, 
that the treatment goes well and that God will heal this youngster in our land. So uh, please pray for Denise Sherrill and her friend as well. We're going to ask that you please pray. And when I ask for prayers, I mean them, folks. I'm not just saying prayers and then you type prayers. I need you to really pray for him, and I need you to pray for Tammy's, uh, Tammy, uh, a friend of somebody who watches the live from America who had o- who's uh, having open heart surgery and uh, only 50 years old. Double bypass, open heart surgery, only 50 years old. Pray for the recovery uh, and the, uh, the healing uh, for Tammy as well, folks. We need to pray. pray. Prayer is powerful. And that's exactly a good segue into this morning's newsletter. If you have not shared the Rumble link, I ask you to please do that. Sharing Facebook and sharing Getter is great, but the Rumble link is our home. That's where we're building LFA TV. That's where we want to drive people. And that is, uh, that is our biggest partner. So if you could do that, I'd appreciate it. Prayers keep you connected. Never losing service. That is the, the title. For this morning's newsletter, I said, I'm so happy and blessed to be here with you each and every day. Thank you for your kindness. Thank you for your compassion. Many people who have requested Bibles in the last month should be receiving them today or in the next few days. We sent out an absolute ton last week. So if you've not received your Bible and you requested it, you should be receiving it very soon. And if you have received it, please let us know and post a picture of it on social media and a link to where people can request Bibles as well, because we're trying to get out as many as we can. And we want people to know that you received your Bible so that you can start, um, so that you can start using it in the way God intended. Okay. Verse of the day today is going to come from Ephesians six eighteen. Again, like I said, prayer keeps you connected, never losing service. Ephesians six eighteen. Pray in the spirit at all times and on every occasion. Stay alert and be persistent in your prayers for all believers everywhere. Ephesians 6.18 The power of prayer is real and the power of prayer is miraculous and the power of prayer is amazing. But only to those who believe it. To those who don't believe it, they cannot get a signal. How many of you have dropped phone calls because of bad reception? Raise your hand. Let me know in the comment section if you've been on the phone and signal has been bad, whether it's on your part or the part of the person you're talking to, and the phone call has dropped. How many of you have continued to talk not knowing the phone call has dropped, but the person on the other line hasn't been able to hear you or listen because there's nobody there? They're gone. You are talking to nobody with passion and intent, sometimes for two or three minutes. And you go, hello? And then you call them back and you go, what's the last thing you heard me say? You remember? It happens all the time, folks. It's been happening for years. We can get high-def pictures sent back from Mars like that, but we have to drop phone calls. I'll never understand it. Unfortunately, that is the case for most people on this planet. And I'm saying that metaphorically. I'm using it as an analogy. Talking just to talk, but nobody is really listening. Nobody that actually matters anyway. Jesus is the one you should be talking to daily, in every moment, on every occasion. When you are connected to him, you can never lose service. Your call will never be dropped. You stay connected. And you can trust that everything that you say or need to get off your chest... He will hear it, and he will even respond if you know how to listen. 
Now, that is just as important, by the way. You cannot have a one-way conversation. Stay connected to God all day. Call him throughout the day. Talk to him and listen back to what he has to say. Switch your plans today and get connected to the network that never, ever drops calls. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Let's remove our hats if you're wearing one, and let's go to the Lord in prayer right now, all of us together in this huge Live from America family, from your lips to his ears, and share it out to all of your friends and family. Here we go. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. And you can't wrap your minds around what forever is because you and I actually have a timeline. We actually have an expired by or it is good until whatever date, but forever is forever. And that is where you will be with the Lord. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, please lift your cups up. I have got more news to go through today than I have in previous days. So I'm going to go fast. It's okay. Get your ears ready. You're going to need some coffee to deal with this today. And our first slurp is done. Now who's ready to rumble? Who shared the video? All right. I'd like to see those rumble numbers up a little bit if you guys can help. And make sure you actually rumble the video. We need to stay on that leaderboard. We need to stay um, uh, so that the algorithms continue to share, share, share to get these gospels and these truths out. Here we go. Last night, the illegitimate House of Non-Representatives, I like to call them, passed an illegal and very illegitimate sweeping gun control legislation that would ban high-capacity magazines and raises the age from 18 to 21 to purchase an AR-15. But yet they want 12-year-olds to be able to mutilate themselves and turn themselves into a girl if they were born biologically a male. That's okay. That's okay. If you were biologically born a woman but you want to be a man, they encourage you to mutilate yourself and cut off your breasts. That's okay. They encourage drag queens, 30, 40-year-old drag queens who are the ugliest things I've ever seen on planet Earth. I've seen alien movies with aliens that I would rather marry than some of these drag queens. They allow them to go out there and literally rape the mind of your 5, 6, and 7-year-old. That's okay. But you cannot purchase an AR-15 if you are a legal adult. You cannot purchase an AR-15 if you can go to war and carry an AR-15. No, but they want to arm every Ukrainian, man, woman, and child, with AR-15s. They want to arm the Ukraine citizenship with weapons while taking yours. That is what happened in the House of Representatives last night. Let's get into the story, and then we will go rhino hunting, because yes, you know dang well there were rhinos who voted right along with the Democrats for this ridiculousness. Here we go. The House of Representatives last night approved sweeping gun control. Legislation that bans high-capacity magazines and raises the age to purchase a, an AR-15 to 21. The House passed the gun legislation 223 
to 204, with five Republicans voting yay and two Democrats voting nay. The measure dubbed the Protecting Our Kids Act. You know what's crazy about these Democrats? I told you, they they either inspire the gun shootings in the school with their rhetoric, or they orchestrate them. I am leaning to the fact that they probably orchestrate them. When everybody was going after Alex Jones about what happened in Connecticut, when everybody was going after Alex Jones and others for saying that these are... um, that these are our psyops that we're dealing with. Nobody said that kids didn't get killed. Alex Jones never said not one single kid died. What he is saying is that these people will actually allow, orchestrate, or inspire children to die just to pass their legislation. And then they will pull a Beta O'Rourke and they will stomp on the graves of dead, dead children that they allowed to die just to pass this kind of legislation by calling it the Protecting Our Kids Act. This is how evil, this is how outright scummy these people are. They have no souls, they have no God, they have no moral compass. All they care about is themselves, their own power, and turning this country into a new world order. The bill called the Protecting Our Kids Act would also bar the sale of large capacity magazines and because, you know, they don't want you to fight back. They don't want you to fight back the government. They want to have all the the rounds of ammunition. They don't want you to have that much. They want you to be able to protect yourself with a knife and that is it so they can send the FBI in to put you in jail for believing in Trump. That is what this is all about, folks. Um, The chamber approved it a 223 to 204 vote. Um, Another component of the legislation called for the Untraceable Firearms Act that would bolster regulations around so-called ghost guns and those firearms without a serial number. So if you made your own gun because you have the ultimate right to do that given to you by God, not government, and the very same government that we not only um, supply money to in order to operate but also elect into these positions, they're coming back and attacking you now. They're coming back. They want to know what guns you own. They don't have a right to know what gun you own, period. Even if you're a felon, how do you like that? They don't have that right. They never had that right, ever, for any human being in America, period. It is far more difficult for law enforcement to track the ownership and possession of firearms that lack the serial numbers that they make gun manufacturers put on there, which they don't even have the right to do that, period. Any gun control measure, period, the government does not have the right to do, enact, put into legislation, or even vote on, according to the Constitution of the United States of America. And now, ladies and gentlemen, one of my favorite segments, one of your favorite segments here on Live from America has turned into our rhino hunting segment. So get your rhino gear, get your permits. It's time to go rhino hunting. I'll make you famous. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we're going rhino hunting. You know I've got my rhino hat on. And so here we go. There are five Republicans, five rhinos. You're not going to be surprised, but you are going to be ticked off because you're already mad about what I'm reporting. But I will give you the names of the five rhinos who voted for this gun legislation. Here you go. Anthony Gonzalez from the great state of Ohio. 
Fred Upton, who's already on his way out, who's been a big loser for a long time, and his own family members don't even like him, from Michigan. Brian Fitzpatrick, from the very corrupt, probably one of the most corrupt states in the nation, Pennsylvania. And little Adam uh, Kinzinger, ankle-biting action figure Adam Kinzinger, who's also on his way out, who has also cried that his own family doesn't want anything to do with him. Okay? And, folks, Chris Jacobs from the very corrupt state of New York. Those five Democrats, I mean, those five, might as well be, those five rhinos voted for that gun legislation right along with the Democrats. Not that it would have mattered, but they should have standed on principle. So if you live in any of those states, if your state senator, or I mean, if your U.S. senator is Anthony Gonzalez of Ohio, Fred Upton of Michigan, Brian Fitzpatrick of Pennsylvania, Adam Kinzinger of Illinois, or Chris Jacobs of New York, then I think you might want to reach out and touch someone, if you know what I'm saying. Reach out and give them a call. Let them know that you do not care for their Democrat ways. Jeremy, you can take the hat off now. <laughs> LOL. Thank you. I appreciate that. I appreciate that. I took it off just because of that, just so you know. Anyway, moving on. Suzanne says, hey, Jack Black. I knew she was going to say that. The illegitimate Department of Justice is now taking censorship to a whole new level. Now, they've been doing this for quite a while. And Roger Stone actually experienced some of this. But why they're doing it has nothing to do with protecting the integrity of the investigation. And why they're doing it has nothing to do at all with protecting the information or anything surrounding the court case of Peter Navarro. But the illegitimate Department of, De- of, of Justice, led by the very illegitimate and very weak-minded Merrick Gardenome Garland, They have now slapped a gag order on Peter Navarro so that mainstream media can ruin him without any opposition, just like they did to Roger Stone. You see, now that we have built our own platforms, now that we have Getter, now that we have Rumble, now that we have Truth, now that we have um, uh, uh, Telegram and, and, and all these other Gab, Cloud Hub, now that we have all these other avenues to get out our message, and we've got our own news stations, we've got our own platforms where they can't cancel us, they have no long they no longer have power through social media. Because nobody cares uh, about their left-wing platforms anymore, and they know it. So what do they gotta do? They gotta do it legally with the Department of Justice. And they're going to use the mainstream media as their next Facebook or as their Twitter or as their YouTube so they can let the mainstream media paint the picture. They don't have gag orders. They can talk about it all they want, but they don't want Peter Navarro being able to talk about his own case. So they put a gag order on it. They're crooks and they're illegitimate. The DOJ and the FBI should be shut down. Everybody in it should be fired. I don't care if they're good or bad. They've been there when it was bad. Everybody, man and woman should be fired from the FBI and the DOJ. Every single one of them. To date, the DOJ cannot find Ray Epps, who encouraged people to storm the Capitol on January 6th. There are no arrests related to the four murdered Americans on January 6th by the hands of police officers because they happen to be Trump supporters. 
The DOJ has also numerous Americans sitting in a D.C. gulag for over a year not getting their right to due process whatsoever for practicing their constitutional right of protesting the very stolen 2020 election. I hope you losers at the FBI are listening to this because you don't scare me. You can come here today just like you tried to last year. You can put me in handcuffs and you can take me to jail too and you don't scare me. The message is not going to stop because the message is real and you can't stop real. You can't stop truth and you can't stop God. So please try. Unbelievable. Many of these political prisoners never even went inside the U.S. Capitol. Some of the protesters were not even in Washington, D.C. that day. Yet they sit behind bars and are not not allowed bail. Every day, every single day, these weak Republicans on the Hill do absolutely nothing to shut this stuff down. Do you know that Republicans on the Hill, and I'm talking in the Senate and in Congress, they could actually shut all this down. They could shut everything down. They could shut the sham impeachment hearings down. They They could shut the sham January 6th committee down. They could shut down every vote on every bill. But you know why they won't? Because you've got establishment losers in there like Kevin McCarthy, Mitch McConnell, Steve Scalise, Ronna McDaniel, Mitt Romney. You've got all these big, massive, huge uh, Jim, Jim Cornyn, massive establishment Republicans that just want to go with the status quo. They just want to wake up every day and collect their paycheck from you. And they just want to collect money from lobbyists and they want to be able to stay in power. They don't care. They could deny quorum in every single thing that the federal government is trying to do and they wouldn't be able to do nothing. They wouldn't be able to do a damn thing, but they don't. They let this happen and they're just as complicit. And I'm even talking about Republicans that you like, Ted Cruz, just as complicit. Nobody is doing what they should do. Everybody's doing what they shouldn't do. How friggin' stupid do these people look and how mad do they make you every day for being so weak and so spineless and so un-American and so unpatriotic? Every single day we find more evidence about the 2020 stolen election. Every day. And nobody will do anything about it. But the corrupt DOJ and the FBI, they won't look at it. No, they want to shut up Peter Navarro and put handcuffs on him and leg leg, uh, shackles on him. They, they, They persecute and arrest innocent men and women who had the courage to stand up against a very corrupt, very criminally seditious administration with their bogus legislation. Unbelievable. And now... The DOJ and the FBI and the January 6th committee want to prevent Dr. Navarro from speaking out about his trial. And this is his God-given right to do so, by the way. It's his trial. It's his future on the line. This is his God-given right to be able to talk about whatever he wants. But yet they're trying to take that away as well. Prosecutors will slap that gag, have slapped that gag order on Peter Navarro to prevent him from creating a atmosphere, an atmosphere that holds them accountable and switches the narrative back to them. Immediately after his arrest on Friday, he addressed reporters outside the courthouse and condemned the manner of his arrest. Yesterday, federal prosecutors said they wanted to provide Navarro, who says he's been having uh, trouble finding a legal team. You want to know why? Because anybody that that would represent him, they will cancel culture them too and they'll take their license away to practice law with the grand jury evidence that led to the charges so that he could prepare a proper defense. 
but they said his conduct suggested that there should be protections to ensure he does not use the material for a media campaign. In return, he accused them of trying to exploit the fact that he does not even have legal representation yet. The defendant's extrajudicial statements, however, demonstrate a substantial risk that without a protective order, the defendant will use non-public discovery for improper purposes instead of to prepare for the defense he plans to present before this court wrote the prosecutors. Again, this happened to Roger Stone. This happened to Roger Stone when he was arrested in the Russia collusion kangaroo court that we all know. It's not even fake. Any, it's not even a, a conspiracy theory. It's 100% proven, 100% proven that the Russia collusion story was absolute fake. But that Roger Stone got arrested on that. And he got gag ordered as well. Look at uh, Brandon Straka from the walkaway movement. How long was it up until now? Did, that, that, how long was it that you heard from Brandon Straka? You want to know why? Because he wasn't allowed to say anything. Guess what I would be doing? Running my mouth at the highest level as fast and as loud as I do right here on this show every day. Oh, well, sorry, sucks to be you. God gave me this right. You can't take it away. Oh, you're going to put me in jail? Go ahead. You're still not going to take the voice away. Why? Because God does not want it silenced. God doesn't want it silenced. And you can't beat God. I would never, ever comply with that. The DOJ and the FBI could stick it where the sun don't shine. I would never comply with that rule, ever. These people act like communist leaders. That's exactly what they are. They're Marxists and they're communists. This is not the America we grew up in, and it's not the America that we're going to have for much longer. I can promise you that. You're pushing the American people to the brink of something bad. I can tell you that just by looking at the situation. And anybody who doesn't know that is a moron. FBI just arrested GOP Ryan Kelly. Are you talking about from uh, Wisconsin? I mean, uh, Michigan? Why did they arrest him? Because he started talk, Because he was talking about the stolen election? Well, I'll talk about it until the day that I die. Probably come arrest me too. And won't even let me bail out because they know that you guys will bail me out. Anyway, I want to move on from that and I want to go talk about the 75... District attorneys that have backing from George Soros that are still in positions today. These radical United States prosecutors who are wreaking havoc across the United States in our most beloved cities. And just like the very left-wing progressive Marxist loser got recalled yesterday in San Francisco by a very left progressive Marxist community, They're going after the Los Angeles DA next. And there's 73 others outside of that that we need to focus on. So let's do that right now. I saw that he had a... Oh, because he was in D.C. on January 6th. Okay. Okay. Thank you very much for letting me know. All right, let's move on. I want to highlight some of these George Soros-linked prosecutor locations and who they are, okay? The Law Enforcement Legal Defense Fund released a report this month on the 75 George Soros-funded radical prosecutors who are put in power in many of our country's major metropolitan areas from Chicago to Boston to San Francisco to St. Louis, 
Now, this report notes that many of the current radicals leading major metropolitan offices have zero, I repeat, zero prosecutorial experience before getting put into position. And then you wonder why and how they were put into position. Traditionally, just same way that George, same way that Hunter Biden was put in charge of a gas company with no gas and oil experience whatsoever. Now, traditionally, elections for DAs have been quiet affairs. Candidates spent very little on their campaigns. Instead, jockeying for local endorsements and burnishing their legal qualifications for the top job. That changed recently as millions of campaign dollars have flowed into these down-ballot contests. The bulk of that lavish spending on advertising and consultants has been done by or behalf of social justice candidates on the left. In most of these free-spending contests, progressive forces proved victorious by either defeating incumbent Democrats or crushing a field of primary contenders to get their Marxist progressive losers into office. Strikingly, most of these prosecutors were political neophytes and had zero prosecutorial experience. Previously an assumed prerequisite for the office. Not anymore. Same thing with gas and oil companies, I guess. Many have no previous, uh, previous criminal case experience, but yet they get all the power in the world. Anyway, folks, the report identifies 75 George Soros-funded radicals. Now, the report is very long, and I'm not going to show you the entire report. But what I am going to do is show you how some of this money is funneled, okay? Let me, uh, let me bring up this graph. Right here, this right here is a, uh, is a map of where they all reside. This is in the report. Okay, this is a map. All these little red dots that you see here, maroon dots, whatever color they are for you. I may be a little colorblind. This is where all George Soros district attorneys reside. Okay, now I also want to show you something else from this uh, PDF report. Let me scroll through these paper, this paperwork. There's a lot of it. Here shows how it's funneled. $13 million came from George Soros. And how that $13 million is distributed, it actually shows you exactly how it's funneled down and who it's funneled down to. Now, some of these DAs that you see in this graph that you see my cursor on, they're all recipients of these $13 million, of this $13 million. But he has spent over $40 million in the past getting some of these very crooked and very Marxist progressive DAs in power. Let's highlight some of them right now. St. Louis. St. Louis, unhinged, Soros-backed St. Louis circuit attorney, creates an exclusion list banning 28 city cops from testifying in court. Far-left billionaire George Soros has been systematically targeting district attorney races throughout the United States. Several candidates have already won. One of them comes from St. Louis by the name of Kim Gardner. She took money from Soros in her race, and she's doing the exact same thing that just got uh, the DA from San Francisco recalled. How about Chicago? Very far, far left, um, George Soros-backed Kim Fox in Chicago. We're going to go to uh, St. Louis again, as we've got another far left uh, circuit attorney there by the, named, by the name of, uh, what's her name here? Hold on. 
I have to continue reading deeper into this. Anyway, we'll go on from, from that one. Give me a second here, folks. All right, let's move on here. Uh, we did Chicago. What else did we do? St. Louis, Philly. We've got a Philly uh, DA by the name of Larry Krasner in Philadelphia. Also took money. Um, Boston. We've got a far left DA by the name of Rachel Rollins. Also took George Soros money. Folks, the list goes on and on and on and on. Um, for our producer, Eli, make sure you write down for me to share this PDF or a link to this PDF on social media after the show, okay? We've got Shane Siri, uh, Shane Sirius says, I'm running for New Hampshire State Representative in Hillsborough County, District 32, and I am bringing God. Hey, Shane, I'm also running in New Hampshire, District 6 for Claremont and Croydon. Get a hold of me, email me, and let's talk, okay? But long story short, folks, uh, I titled this, the, this morning's show, We Are Done Counterpunching. We're coming after you, and we're punching first this time. We are done counterpunching. We are punching first. Moving on. As I said, we will, down, we will uh, share that uh, we will share that link to that PDF. It's a very, very large file, so I'm not just going to put up the file. I'll put up the link, and you guys can go there yourselves. All right? All right, folks, we're going to highlight another drag show pedophile drag show that is literally raping the mind of our innocent children from sea to shining sea in this very upside down world that we live in called the United States of America today. Thank you to all of the Marxist communists from inside our own country. We could have never been taken down from the outside, but we are being taken down systematically from the inside. So let us go and and, uh, expose another attention-seeking drag show this time in the Phoenix American Indian Art Museum, they hosted their first ever Native American drag show in front of children Friday night to kick off the city's monthly uh, first Friday event in June. And this was reported by the AZ Free Press. Sickening. We'll show pictures of it here in a minute. Not that you want to see them, but first we got to read about it. Last Friday... The Herd Museum in Phoenix, Arizona, most of you would know, uh, live there know, uh, know it very well, hosted its first ever drag show, Pride Night at the Herd, it was called, and children of all ages were present to witness it. Blue Cross Blue Shield of Arizona served as the major sponsor for the event with Arizona Public Service as a regular sponsor. So if you live in Arizona, Blue Cross Blue Shield and Arizona Public Service, the APS, they sponsored this pedophile rape your children event. The show featured a Native American drag queen, Sam Toledo. And the museum's digital content manager told Phoenix, Arizona's New Times that the show was family-friendly. Family-friendly? This is what we call family-friendly these days? Does anybody remember the, uh, the movie Dodgeball? Do you remember when they were at the Dodgeball event at the end and it was, it was premiering on ESPN, the Ocho? Do you remember Jason Bateman played like a very stoner-style um, uh, co-host for the Dodgeball event? And they had all those strippers come out there doing that very sexual dancing, cheerleading dancing, but they were really strippers. And he's like, hey, we got some good old family fun here, hey, Cotton? And he's like, yeah. 
That's exactly what this reminds me of. These people have lost their damn minds. Family-friendly, negative commentary on the museum's Facebook page, which, by the way, I think will jump up quite a bit after today's uh, live show, um, posted about their pride night at the herd, moved the administrators to delete and limit comments on their posts. Many criticisms concerned the disparity between LGBTQIA pedo plus ideologies and certain Native American cultures. The Herd Museum posted its first drag show on Friday on their Facebook and on their Twitter. And here are pictures from this very disturbing, very illegal pedophile event. There you go. Look at that. Doesn't that look family friendly, folks? Don't you just want to dress up your kids and take them out for an evening of fun? Sick, sick people, folks. Those are some of the pictures uh, that people were posting um, comments about um, underneath the pictures, and they deleted the comments because, you know, they couldn't have hate comments. People were even suspended. But here we go. This is, here's another one that says, Indigenous Drag Show at the Herd. Tell me what's indigenous about this. They have a bunch of Native Americans... Running around the running around the stage with full headdresses on, rip off my clothes and show my Native American boobies. What the hell is going on? I, I'm just I'm just so mind blown by how many parents out there literally must want to have sex with their own kids. I'll bet you that's what it is. They're not just groomers. I bet these sick son of a guns want to have sex with their own kids. So you guys know what to do. Go to the Facebook page of the herd. In Arizona, go to the Facebook page of Blue, Claw, Blue, uh, Blue Cross Blue Shield and let them know exactly what you think about their disgusting pedophilia and how it resonates in your home. After all, we do have freedom of speech, don't we? Unbelievable. We'll keep showing this stuff too. We're going to shut this stuff down. We're going to shut down this disgusting pedophile uh, trend that's going on in our nation. Everybody said, oh, Pizzagate was so fake. If you believe in Pizzagate, yeah, was it really that fake? And you want to know what's more sickening about it than anything? Is these show hosts, like Mika and even Jimmy Thimble, they'll go on their shows and they'll be like, yeah, they, the Republicans think there's this big pedophile network throughout the entire country and that there's high-profile athletes and high-profile actors and politicians engaging in having sex with children. And then the whole crowd laughs and they're like crazy Republicans. Uh, that is exactly what's happening. That's exactly what's happening. And we're learning about it every single day. There are so many sick individuals in this country and around the world. Ronald says, wait, Blue Cross, Blue Shield? Yeah, they sponsored the event. Robert or Ronald on, on, on Facebook, they sponsored the damn event. Unbelievable. Anyway... We're going to move on from that, and we're going to go talk about something else that involves children, and that is murdering children. From raping children to murdering children, that is your entire um, agenda of the left. Raping and murdering children, that's all they want to do. That's all they want to talk about, and that's all they define themselves as. I'm a pro-baby-killing, LGBT-supporting transgender who loves Ukraine. Yeah, kill babies and rape children. And they define their entire being off those ideologies. It's just the way it is. And now we're about ready, hopefully on the 13th of this month, to see an overturning of Roe v. Wade. 
God working overtime to shut down the evil ways of the Democrat Party and these pedophile, disgusting losers in this country and around the world. We might actually see it happen in a Democrat-controlled um, country right now. That's how you know God's working. But in the wake of that, you're having Supreme Court justices attempted murders. You're having um, threats of death and violence against the Supreme Court justices. And we know because we have maps and we have the plan of the insurrection that the left is not only getting ready to do. We already have their plan. So if they, by the way, if the police don't stop this, you know they're complicit. You know they're complicit. We already know that politicians are complicit with their dangerous and sick, disgusting rhetoric. But if the police, the FBI, the, the, the Secret Service, and the, uh, the Supreme Court police don't put a stop to this, well, then you know they're complicit. I want to go uh, to Fox News yesterday. Dana Perino uh, actually said something. She was very fired up yesterday, as she should be. I don't really like to go to Fox News often, but what Dana Perino said about being complicit is absolutely real. Check this out from Fox yesterday. There's no question, Dana, that the rhetoric is basically a call to arms to unstable people, and it always will be. Well, I think you can draw a pretty direct line. It's not hard from the things that they've been saying about Kavanaugh for several years to today. Yeah. And the... There's a couple of things that just happened. First of all, this group Ruth sent us, mm-hmm. it's like the Westboro Baptist Church, right? Right. Except for, except for one thing, and Judge, you correct me if I'm wrong, it's illegal to protest at the home of a justice. Yes, it is. Okay, so Ruth sent us, is going to go to the house, they were at, the, at his house today, they plan to be there tonight. If I was the Attorney General of the United States, I would say arrest them all. And Biden should say, they absolutely should be prosecuted. You cannot do this. They have to take a stand tonight. And if they don't take a stand tonight, they are complicit. Mm, yeah. The other thing is that the Speaker of the House, Nancy Pelosi, has been slow walking this bill that passed the Senate unanimously mm-hmm. to protect Supreme Court justices. Why is she doing that? Fast track it tonight. And if you don't, you're complicit. The third thing is that Vice President Harris should come out and try to calm people down. For years, they've been saying that if Roe v. Wade is overturned, that the police paddy wagons are going to show up and arrest every woman in sight. Now they're saying that Roe v. Wade, if it's overturned, is going to kill women. And now you have this person who said, I will, I will have a life's purpose by killing somebody that they think is so evil. What if, what if Kavanaugh was not even going to, what if you voted the other way? They don't know. They, they are so, <laughs> stupid. right? It's, just, it's absolutely absurd. And I, um, I, I felt a little emotional about it because I, I know Brett Kavanaugh for a long time, one of my dearest friends when I worked in the White House. And his wife, Ashley, is lovely. And he has two daughters. Right. Do his daughters deserve this? Do they deserve to go to school and have to deal with the fact that, that somebody was going to sneak into their home and kill them? Yeah. And if you don't do something about it tonight, you're complicit. Well, and they absolutely didn't do anything about it. The protesters illegally showed up in front of Kavanaugh's house after Dana Perino said that. And then she said they should take this up in a vote on the floor tonight and give them extra security. And if they don't, they're complicit. Well, ladies and gentlemen, guess what happened last night? While the House was voting to take away your guns, they decided to vote to block any kind of further assistance or security for Supreme Court justices and their families. The Democrats decided to block that. Now, I don't want to ever show Kevin McCoward on screen, ever. But unfortunately, he still is the Republican leader in the House, even though he's a moron. 
But here is him talking about this last night. He actually was right when he said about this because this is ridiculous to block any kind of any money or any aid going to, to, to protect the Supreme Court justices when one was attempted murdered yesterday. There was attempted murder and you're not going to give them any any kind of extra security. That's how you know they're complicit. Here's Kevin McCower doing what he does best, running his gums about stuff he probably doesn't even really care about. Earlier today, a man was arrested for plotting to kill Justice Kavanaugh. Over a month ago, the Senate unanimously passed a bill to provide more security for Supreme Court justices and their family. But House Democrats have let that bill gather dust. This is the same parties whose heated rhetoric has encouraged political pressure on conservative justices. Former White House Press Secretary Jen Psaki said, I know that there's an outrage right now, I guess, about protests that have been peaceful to date. And we Anyway, I can't stand to listen to Kevin McCoward anymore, but basically what he said was what I wanted to get out there was that the House blocked any kind of uh, vote moving forward in order to, uh, to, to keep Supreme Court justices safe. But do you know who doesn't have to worry about it? You know who doesn't care about it? And you know who's probably leaked it out and who's laughing? Sotomayor, Breyer, those loser uh, few Democrats that are on the Supreme Court. They don't need security. Wonder why. I wonder why. We don't know who voted for what when that, when that, uh, when that memo got leaked. We don't know who voted for what. Why are you just assuming that Brett Kavanaugh voted to overturn Roe v. Wade. What if Sotomayor did? You don't know. Nobody knows. But they do know. And they're sent to these justices' houses on purpose because the leaked memo, and whoever leaked the memo, does know who voted which way. That's why. And that's why these people should be put in prison. You know what I'd like to see? I'd like to see the same patriots that I've been calling on with resources and with, uh, and, and, and with uh, big, large groups, I'd like to see them go to the justices' houses and stand there and protect them. That's what I'd like to see. And let them know, we're not playing games. We're not playing games. Mess around and find out. That's what I would like to see. So what I'm going to do right now is I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to give the House Democrats and any Republican who voted for anything as well along with it or voted to block it the Dum Dum Award of the Day. Come on, man. <laughs> we did it. We did it, Joe. Dum Dum Award of the Day goes to House Democrats, all Democrats really, but when you vote to absolutely uh, keep our Supreme Court justices at risk at this time, that means you're not only allowing it to happen, you're complicit. You want it to happen. You want these people to kill or scare or intimidate these Supreme Court justices because you don't think that they're there legitimately anyway. Now, yesterday, yesterday, one of these crazy, um, nonsense-having, baby-killing pro- uh, activists actually got tackled by Joe Biden's uh, 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 Secret Service agents um, because they decided they were going to get in, uh, involved in a, uh, a motorcade coming by of resident Joe Biden, that they were going to stop the motorcade. While the Secret Service, they don't care who's president, they're not allowing that to happen. But when it did happen, the Secret Service officer jumped and tackled the baby-killing uh, activist and lost his gun in the process. Check this out. She's going to get hit by a car.
By the way, viewer discretion advised, there is language in this. If your children are watching, there is language. What's my back? What's my back? I got you. Go ahead. Go ahead. I got you. I got you. See the gun on the ground? There's the gun right there. There's the gun. Nobody's picking it up. Finally picked up the gun. Nobody's helping. Do you want to know no do you want to know why nobody's helping? I'm going to stop the swearing because there's no need to do it. You already know what they're saying. Do you want to know why nobody's helping? Because they're all afraid because it was an LGBTQIA activist baby killing freak on the street that they're going to be cancel cultured or the work or the woke corporation and the woke mob is going to come down on Biden. Well, they should look what Biden is doing. Look what Biden is doing to pro baby killing activists. Biden is now instructing his secret service to tackle women. Everybody share the share the uh, message. Hey, everybody, Biden has instructed his Secret Service to tackle anybody who thinks that women should be allowed to have abortions, and he tackled an LGBTQIA activist, everyone. Biden is literally sicking his Secret Service members on law-abiding peaceful protesters. That should be the headline. As a matter of fact, Eli, make that a meme, make that a headline. We're pushing it out. Biden attacks pro-choice LGBTQIA pedo activist. Biden is attacking the same people that support him. Make it, send it out to the internet. Put a hash brown on it. (laughs) Oh, ladies and gentlemen, these people are absolutely out of their minds and crazy. Now, I want to move on from that. We'll get back to Biden's craziness in a minute. All right? We'll get back to Biden's craziness in a minute. But today... You've got a circus event, ladies and gentlemen, paid for by your tax dollars, put together by an ABC reality TV executive expert. They want prime time. They want all eyes on the January 6th sham committee today, but nobody gives a rat's you-know-what. People care about their gas money. People care about inflation. People care about their lives. People care about their 401ks. People care about their children being raped. That's what people care about. They don't care about January 6th anymore. No matter how many primetime TV stations put it out there, okay? Big shout out to OAN. OAN said, we're not airing any of it. Big shout out to them. Fox News isn't going to air it. Big shout out to them. But what everybody should be doing is what I said the other day. They should be counter-programming with 2,000 mules. That's what should happen. Anyway, I digress. Every American in the country who's here legally and who has a say-so in anything that we do or say or vote on. Every American, Republican, Democrat, or Independent, should ask five questions to the January 6th sham committee. And outside of these five questions, nothing more needs to be talked about until these five questions are answered. Number one, pay attention, folks. Write them down. Here we go. Why did Nancy Pelosi delay deploying the National Guard when it is her job and her own her job solely to keep that um, to keep that building safe. Why did she delay on deploying the National Guard when Donald Trump said days before we should do it? Number two, why did the sergeant at arms refuse to cooperate with the Senate? Why why is that the case? Why did the sergeant of arms, sergeant at arms, excuse me, refuse to cooperate with the Senate? Number three, why were the Capitol Police half-staffed 
on January 6th, the day that we knew that Mike Pence and the rest of the uh, Rhino Uniparty and Swamp Donkey Democrats were going to certify an illegal election. Why was the uh, Capitol Police only half-staffed? Number four, why were the few Capitol Police that were there who were on duty so unprepared and why did they open doors and allow people in and unlock doors and allow people to come in? And number five, were FBI informants present on January 6th? And if so, how many, who were they, and what in the H-E double hockey sticks did they do while they were there that day? Until those five questions are answered, I don't want to see a hearing. I don't want to see the yellow Teletubby Liz Cheney run her stupid mouth. I don't want to hear anything from action figure Adam Kinzinger, Benny Thompson, Nancy Pelosi, or any of the other unqualified, illegitimate morons. Those five questions need to be answered. Outside of that, nothing else. Nothing else. Absolutely ridiculous. Reality TV, that's all it is. Now, if you want real TV, you can watch Live from America. Very soon, you'll be able to watch LFA TV. You can watch people like Real America's Voice News. That's real TV, not the reality TV bullcrap that they're going to try to play today. And speaking of LFA TV, ladies and gentlemen, one of our sponsors here, Rise TV, they and uh, we have a conversation with them next Monday because you might see LFA TV, an eight to 10 hour a day programming right there on Rise TV. Check it out, folks. Go to rise.tv and you can check out all of these great, great shows, movies, documentaries. Look at that clown world with Biden's stupid face on it. 2000 mules, the smoking gun that can overturn the election, the Elon singularity, uh, punch back politics, 20 million bots. What is the multiverse? Hard truths, disinfo wars, WHO power grab tech world transformed truther versus truth. I mean, it goes on and on and on and on. Look at all of these great Great shows, documentaries, and movies. That is Rise.TV. Go there today. Sign up. It's $9.99 a month. And like I said, LFA TV will also, hopefully, if the call goes right and if it's God's will, will be on Rise.TV as well. We're rising up, folks. We're rising up and we're taking this country back one patriot at a time. So make sure you check that out, Rise.TV. Now, I wanted to save these last few things for the end of the show. Did anybody actually happen to go see any of the worthless interview with uh, Joey Applesauce and, 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 and Jimmy Kimball, Jimmy Thimble, I should say, last night? I didn't watch it either, but I did catch the excerpts, and I did, I did uh, see the short clips that were put out, and what an absolute train wreck, just as we thought. His poll numbers are actually going to go down rather than up. Just based on his very weak posture, his very weak statements, his stuttering and not knowing what to say. And it got so bad at one point, his rambling got so bad at one point that Jimmy Thimble actually had to say we're going to commercial and actually had to get a dig in there on Joe Biden saying, yeah, I know communication's rough, isn't it? This is a, a, a couple short excerpts from last night. Joey Applesauce with Jimmy Thimble on late night comedy, reality, clown show TV. And it was an absolute travesty. It was way past Joey Applesauce's bedtime is basically what I'll say. Uh, let's go to the uh, clip with Joey Applesauce and Jimmy Thimble. Here we go. 
But what we haven't done is we haven't been able to communicate it in a way that is, uh, um, let me say it another way. Come well, on. see, that's kind of perfect. Yeah, well, we haven't been able to communicate but it. But look how the press has changed. <laughs> mm -hmm. Look how the press has changed. It has changed. Oh, listen, it, it, I, I get it. it. I know you, get, you overstand it. Yeah. You don't just understand it, you overstand it. <laughs> but here's the deal. One of the things is that it's very difficult now to have a, um, even with, with notable exceptions, even the really good reporters, they have to get the number of clicks on, on, the, on nightly news. Mm -hmm. So instead of asking a question, anyway, it just, everything gets, <laughs> gets sensational anyway. in ways that, but I'm convinced we can get through this. We have to get through it. And one of the things, look. I'm going to take a break, and then we'll talk a little bit more. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. We have some of those commercials. I, I, I we have some biracial commercials we need to tell. <laughs> Before that, they were talking about biracial commercials and biracial shows. Jimmy Thimble and Joey Applesauce, everybody, not knowing how to communicate, not getting it anyway. Anyway, but that's not even the worst of it. What I'm going to show you next is the worst of it. This right here is Joey Applesauce talking about locking up his political opponents and not only talking about locking up his political opponents, but laughing about it with Joey Thimble. Check you this out. You often get asked, look, the Republicans don't play it square. Why do you play it square? Yeah. Well, well, guess what? If we do the same thing they do, our democracy will literally be in jeopardy. Oh, there it is. Well, I mean, yeah. not a joke. Democracy. And I, I understand that argument, but also it's like you're playing Monopoly with somebody who, you know, won't pass go and won't follow any of the rules. And how do you ever make any progress if they're not following the rules? Well, you've got to send even... them to jail, uh, you know. <laughs> there's that little box in there. Directly to jail? Go directly to jail. See that? What, oh, what are you going to do? They're a threat to our democracy. We don't live in a democracy. Of course we're a threat to something that doesn't exist, you freak. These people don't know anything about our country, and they're running it. Oh, into the ground. Into the ground. But you see how they joked about jailing Republicans? That's not a joke. That's the buried lead. That's the quiet part out loud. That's Joey Applesauce saying something that he shouldn't have said. And where were the Republicans on that one? You are literally talking about jailing your political opponents just like Vladimir Zelensky is doing in Ukraine with the support of the American people. Unbelievable. Jimmy Thimble and Joey Applesauce. Now, I saved good news for last. Don't worry. People in New Jersey, you're going to love this. And people around the world, you should be getting your school districts to do the same dang thing. A New Jersey school district is now poised and ready to hire off-duty police, retired police officers, and veterans to be on campus to secure their children from being shot and killed by crazy left-wing Democrats. And guess what? Every parent agrees. Woo! You ready for this? A large school district in New Jersey has approved to enhance student protection by hiring off-duty police, retired police, and veterans to patrol inside the school buildings. The guards will be armed and present through at least the end of 2022-2023 academic year. The latest to approve the policy was the Board of Education of the Middletown School District, and it was reported by NJ.com. 
The measure was unanimously passed last week in the wake of the mass shooting at the elementary school in Uvalde, Texas that killed 21 people, including 19 children from a deranged left-wing psycho. In a letter of intent, approved measures have been detailed. It outlined that an off-duty police officer will be placed at each of the district's 16 schools throughout the 2021-2020 year, uh, one school year, 2022 school year, and moving into the 2023 school year. The assigned officers will, carry, officers will carry guns and will be paid a rate of $50 per hour. Now, you know what? That is tax dollars that I can, that I can justify. I don't care if $50 an hour is being paid to these officers and these veterans to secure our schools. That is $50 an hour I don't mind paying as a taxpayer at all. It's better than going to go hire five administrators who are going to teach our kids how to pull their pants down and have sex with each other at seven years old. I would much rather put my taxpayer dollars to securing our schools the right way, and that is how you do it. Big shout out to the Middleton School District, and for that, you know they're not going to get a dumb dumb award. No, 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 no. They're going to get the Smarty Award of the day. Cue the music. Let's do it. Smarty Award of the Day, Middleton School District. Because that's about as smart as, as you can be. That's how you secure schools. Not by taking away guns from law-abiding citizens. Dummies. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, that is going to do it for Live from America today. Remember, we have a 20% sale on everything right now. That includes... The, uh, the deals that we have, and you get extra gifts for spending $100 and $200 along with the 20% off everything. We've got more. You, if you voted for Biden, you owe me gas money hats on the way. We've got more One Nation Under the Armor of God shirts coming. We're trying to keep up with you guys. Thank you so much. And remember, there are still massive buy one, get one deals right now on my pillow and massive discounts on Brave American if you use the promo code LFA. Every bit helps. Thank you for the Rumble Rant donations today. Thank you for the donations online. You guys are fire, and you're awesome, and I cannot wait to see what happens when LFA TV finally launches. Folks, there are right ways and wrong ways, but there's only one Yahweh. So stand up tall, keep your shoulders back, keep your chest down, and keep your head up high, because you are a child of God, and no weapon formed against you will ever prosper. I'll see you tonight. 5 p.m., more live from America. Until then, keep your families close. Keep a smile on your face. And keep spreading that gospel. Amen? All right, have a good day. Peace. Rebirth of America. Been a long time coming and we all learned something that we won't ever give it up. Long as I'm bleeding, I'ma never stop screaming that we first in America.